Welcome to Connect, Inspire, Create. I am your host, Carol Clegg, your accountability biz coach, helping global women in midlife who are starting a lifestyle business. I call it a lifestyle business, one that is geared towards creating a sustainable and pleasant work-life balance, rather than solely focusing on profits and working too many hours. I'm here to help you find simple systems for goal setting, marketing and time management, and I help you track the progress. And now, on to the conversation. My guest today is Lorraine Ball. After spending too many years in corporate America, Lorraine said goodbye to the bureaucracy, glass ceilings, and bad coffee, and channeled into her passion of helping small business owners succeed. Today, this entrepreneur, author, professional speaker, and host of a weekly marketing podcast called More Than a Few Words, she helps to bring creative ideas, practical tips, and decades of real-world experience to every conversation. I know that you're going to enjoy this episode, and especially if you are starting out a new business and wanting those building foundations, those building blocks, Lorraine has a wonderful product, which is called Your Digital Toolbox, and you'll find out more as you listen. Links will be in the show notes. And I am thrilled today to be joined by Lorraine Balls. And Lorraine, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so looking forward to the conversation. I am too. And I know that I was a guest on Lorraine's podcast. And so do tune in. We'll put links to her podcast in the show notes. But I think as soon as I said marketing, I went, this is Lorraine's area. This is her (laughs) speciality. But I did want to give our listeners a chance to just peek a little bit behind the scenes and get to know Lorraine. So I would love to ask you, Lorraine, what is a fun fact? Oh, doesn't have to be fun. I guess anything that people might not know about you, I'd love for you to share. So especially a lot of people who meet me now would never know that I started, graduated college with a degree in elementary education. And I taught school, I taught English as a second language in Israel for a year before coming back to the US and deciding, you know what? I think I need to be in business. Oh my. <laughs> what a fun experience to actually be abroad and teaching. Um, so that must have been wonderful. That I must admit that's one of the countries. I know that we our podcast that we did together was on traveling, and that's one of the countries that is on my list to eventually get to one day. But yeah, so you did the switch, and I guess that will lead. But I don't, I'll come back to this asking what part of your business brings you the most joy because I'm sure that's pivoted and changed over the years. But let's dig into where this all started and the journey Digital Toolbox Club has taken over the years. So I would love to tell you that it was a straight line that I knew what. I, I didn't know. And I I went back to school. I did do I did work in retail for a while and I did work in business and then I went back to school and I got a graduate degree and I thought I was going down the corporate path and I love corporate marketing. It's a lot of fun. But at my heart I was really an entrepreneur. And so 
there was that moment where I left corporate and I said, okay, I've done that. I don't want to do that anymore. I'm going to take the best of what I learned along the way and apply it. And I had a vision for business. I was going to teach other managers how to build high-performance teams because that's something I was really good at. I would get get brought in to a dysfunctional team, basically with the instructions, either fix them or fold them. If, If you can't get this group working, they're all gone and you may or may not have a job when it's over. Okay, thanks. And, and I always did. And I thought, you know what? I know how to do this. I know, I know the process. I know the metrics. And so that was my business. And I'm like, I, I had a clear target. I had a clear mission. I had just one clear problem. When I started the business in 2002, unlike today, there were more jobs. I take it back. There were more people than jobs. There was a glut of grads and not a lot of openings. Okay. Companies didn't really care. If you mm. didn't like your job, if you weren't, if you weren't happy, if you find somebody else will take it. And so this idea of really building teams that would, would excel and create these really collaborative teams, that was not something companies wanted to pay for. Right. And you think now how that would change in the company culture of today, then <laughs> So I guess that brought a pivot, did it? It it did. I, you know, I, and and maybe it's time for me to pivot back, you know, 20, 22 right. years later. Because now there's a demand. But um, while I was waiting and while I was trying to build that market, people kept coming to me going, can you help me with my marketing? Because that was, they knew that was what I had done. And so I kept going, yeah, you know, I, I can do that while I'm while I'm looking for this. And there was that morning that I woke up and I went. I'm doing marketing. I I have a a marketing company. And uh, it um, it was interesting because I figured out that I was really confusing everyone around me when they asked me what I did. And I would talk about these two really different businesses. And I just stopped. I took all of my contacts for my corporate team building work, all my prospects, And I gave them to a friend of mine. And I said, this is your business. It's not mine. And the funny thing is, I mean, it's like sailing to an island and then burning the boat. (laughs) There's no going back. (laughs) No, I couldn't decide six months later, ooh, I really Mm -hmm. want to do that. So I had to really commit to this new business or, or to the business that I suddenly had. And so that was my first big pivot. Um, I started my agency in 2002. And this will come as a shock to some of your younger listeners, but there was no Facebook. Right. There was no Twitter. There was email marketing was this hot new thing. And so I went from being a traditional agency and pivoted to being a digital agency and recognizing that's where marketing for small businesses was going. And that was a, a that was a bloody pivot as well. Not as painful as the first one, but again, all new skills, all new processes. That it was I, and yeah. I'm just thinking still, would you not agree that email marketing is still the queen? 
I yes, yeah, I I I can go on ad nauseum about um, you know, I love social media, it's great, but at the end of the day, you've got to get people to your email list where you control the conversation because you don't control it on social media. No, you don't. And I think that people need to remember that social media is only a component Mm -hmm. of their marketing. So if we sort of put it into this big wheel and you go, there's your slice of cake and that's social media marketing, you've got all these other elements. And I guess that would bring me to asking you to share what are some of the biggest hurdles that new business owners face in their marketing? Because you have a wealth of experience. <laughs> and I think it's so exciting because I remember stepping in, it was 12 years ago to like, yeah, I've got Facebook and I can tell the world about mm-hmm. what everybody else is doing. I just, that was in my heart. Just everyone, you needed to know about everybody else's business. <laughs> <laughs> I discovered that I could do that on Facebook. <laughs> But Absolutely. What do you find now, you know, if you look at some of the new business owners who are overwhelmed, they kind of mm-hmm. go, oh, social media, I've got to be on every platform. I've got to have an email list and I don't, I don't have anybody on that. I've got to have this. I've got to have that. How do you even simplify that for them? So I think the most important thing is the thing that I did right in the beginning is figure out who your customer is and then give yourself permission to hang out where your customer is. And give yourself permission to ignore or gently neglect the other platforms. I think you should have a profile on all of them just to reserve the name. That's important. So if it ever becomes a a thing, you can can get in and you can play there. Um, But you need to be selective about where you're really spending your time. And the only way you can do that is if you get really clear on who do I really want to talk to, what's important to them, and then what is it that makes me uniquely qualified to solve their problem? And that's the story you need to tell over and over again in your networking pitch on your website. You would be amazed at how many times I go to these beautiful websites, beautiful websites, and I can't figure out what the company really does. Right, right. It's funny when you say that, and it's just diversing a little bit, but coming from South Africa, we had fabulous advertising, and Mm -hmm. our billboards were just, it was just something so clever. I have that time and time again now when I look at billboards and I go, what are you trying to tell me? I'm not sure. Your company does, yeah. Or what you're offering. So that is so important. What you're saying is, yes, you could spend a fortune, which unfortunately some new business owners do. They think they need to have all these shiny bells and mm-hmm. spend all this money. I want to sort of bring that back in and go, no, you do not. But I love what you just shared. Is you know, don't be confusing. No, get really clear for yourself, and then hit people in the. I mean, nicely, but but hit them in the face with it. And, you know, in a way that brings me kind of a little bit to the digital toolbox, because that was my most recent pivot. When I sold the the agency, I kept the thing that I loved, which was the training and creating tools. And this is an amazing time to start a business because there are so many tools and resources, free tools, paid tools, webinars, Facebook groups, If you're just starting out and you have more 
time than money. Invest some of that time in scouring the internet and looking for great content. I love that. That's such a nugget that if you have more time, invest your time in learning. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we all have up and down periods in our business. And I think too often we fritter away that that free time chasing things or wondering about what should I be doing differently? Go talk to other, go talk to other business owners, go attend a a seminar, go to a chamber meeting and talk to people and find out what they are doing. It doesn't mean it's going to be right for you. Right. You that starting point. Yeah. And I think what you're sharing there is so valuable because we're all guilty of fritting away time on social media. And you've got to ask yourself, is what you're doing moving you forward for your business? Are you learning anything from that? And yes, we do learn. People share some gems on social media that you can learn from. But I love that thought of perhaps giving up (laughs) that scrolling and go, what else could I do with these 30 minutes or an hour and go and learn something constructive that you Mm -hmm. can apply um, into next steps? Yeah. Listen to a podcast like this one. Absolutely. And yours, you share, you have some fabulous guests that equip you, you know, that I know that there's just so much in the digital toolbox that people Mm -hmm. can pick and choose from. I'd love for you to explain now that you've called it a club. So by the way, listeners, this will be linked in the show notes, but you will find everything that Lorraine is talking about at digitaltoolbox.club. And if you pop over to her website, I know that, as you say, marketing moves fast and it certainly does. I mean, and you've seen that from 2002 to where we are today. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit more about what people get out of Digital Toolbox, what they can find there. So uh, when I first started, I was doing a lot of one-off webinars. Uh, I, you know, 31 webinar here, 30-minute webinar there, and they're good programs and I still have those. But what I've discovered is that that's not really how people learn. You know, you you watch a webinar and then you go get distracted. And so what we've started doing is converting um, our very best webinars into self-paced classes, five minutes of video, one assignment, and then come back tomorrow and do a little bit more because that learn a little, do a little process as an educator, going back to my, my roots As an educator, I know that it is that practice in between that reinforces what you're learning. And so we've we've built out a library of self-paced classes. We do have a Facebook group that full confession is not nearly as chatty as I would like it to be. Um, But it is a place where you can go and you can ask questions of other business owners. We share just a ton of different information and um, we were doing it on a subscription base and on a, um, a you know annual membership. And what we finally came to is, you know what? Most business owners need this for about a year. Okay. And they can they can continue to come back, and we'll add new information. But we went to a one time lifetime membership. Perfect. You, you pay, and there's no hidden fees. There's no extra charges, and it's just a really Nice way to go. This is what, again, understanding my audience, early stage companies, this is what they need to get started. 
And then they're going to move on to different things, and that's okay. What a perfect building block for that strong foundation. Mm-hmm. And I love that life membership because that's what I was going to ask you next, mm-hmm. is how does someone access and having that building foundation and then knowing that you can pop in when you need to and pull out what you need when you need it as opposed mm-hmm. to that feeling, oh, this is expiring and I've got to just cram all this information in and then you don't learn. Mm-mm, because no. I love that, you know, read a little, do a little, read mm-hmm. a little, do a little, put it into practice, see how that works for you. That, And then as you mentioned, so as you say, I mean, the Facebook group, it is difficult to have, but you have one space for support mm-hmm. so that people mm-hmm. can pop into that group. So I must make sure I get that link for you because at the moment I have your LinkedIn and your Instagram so people will know where to connect with you um, to find that. But Lorraine, before we wrap up, I'd love to ask you what part of your business, if you had to sit back, brings you the most joy? So when I am teaching a class, and of course the pandemic just made this so frustrating because you couldn't because you couldn't do them face to face. But when I'm teaching a class and there is that moment that you say something and you see the light bulb, you see that the people in the audience are like, oh, I get it. There's nothing more fun. There's nothing more rewarding than, than seeing that you've gotten someone to a point where they they understand it and they have the tools and the power to take control of their next step. And that's, that, that is more than anything else my happy place. And I hope that our listeners take that in because I think often we ask ourselves, what are we doing? What are we contributing? How do we make a difference? And when you can witness and walk through that experience, I think it's such a beautiful reminder of why you're doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And for those that want to step into a business, when you get that reward and you see that light bulb moment, then you go, I'm on the right path. Mm -hmm. I'm sharing the right thing. I'm in my right space. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really is. It, it's, um, and it takes a lot of different forms, but you you know when you have connected and some when, when you've given someone the tools and they connect the pieces. That, yeah, I think that's wonderful. So before we leave this episode, I would love to ask you, because my podcast is called Connect, Inspire, Create, do you have a creative tip? to leave with our audience today? So this is one when you are completely stuck. And, you know, when I'm trying to write or, you know, do something that requires that creative energy and it's just not happening. The very best thing you can do is walk away and do something specifically, completely unrelated. Mm. Go to the zoo. Go, go do something completely unrelated. Uh, sit down and knit for a while, whatever it is, but unrelated. Do that for about 20 or 30 minutes and then come back and then draw the parallel. What did I learn? What did I just experience? And how does that connect to what I'm trying to do? Love that. Some, some of my favorite blog posts, honestly, one of my one of my favorite, favorite ones was I was touring a um, a distillery in Scotland, and I came back and wrote 
this amazing blog post inspired by the tasting about differentiation, about all the different distilleries and how they're all doing the same thing. And yet each one stands up with pride and talks about something that was special. And that just was like, oh my God, that's differentiation. That's what I need to be talking about in my blog post. Mm. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's that's wonderful advice. And just taking that break and then coming back and mm-hmm. asking yourself what you have learned. So, Lorraine, thank you so much for sharing all these wonderful tips and ideas. And for our listeners, it'll be in the show notes where you can connect with Lorraine, find her on social media. I'll pop in the Facebook group and, of course, the link to the digital clubs that you can. If you are a new business owner, this is exactly what you need to get you out of the starting block. So thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed this episode, I ask for you to share it with your friends, share it with some other business owners or share it with those that you think are wanting to start a business. Perfect resources to get you going. Find all our episodes on Connect, Inspire, Create. Until the next episode, have a glorious week. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.